Hey, everybody. Under Construction Podcast today, we've got George Kloster, uh, Director of Special Projects for L. Keeley Construction's Industrial Group. This is a great episode. George is a positive guy. I think you're going to take a lot out of it. Enjoy. Hey, everybody. Today, I've got George Closer with me. George, how are you doing? I'm doing good, John. All right. So, George, tell everybody, what is it that you do at L. Keeley Construction? Uh, I am the uh, project director of special projects in the industrial group. Uh, manage about four or five guys in the group, and uh, you know we bid, bid work, run work, uh, design, build, anything from uh, coming out of the ground to uh, standard office renovation. Nice. So for those that are either new to the industry or not familiar, when you say an industrial group, what does an industrial group do differently than a regular construction company say? Well, so we handle industrial clients. You know, uh, we go into, we do a lot of the nitty gritty, dirty stuff nobody likes to do, right? And uh, work in uh, energy facilities, uh, natural gas, uh, set big compressors. You know, we did the car shredder. Yes. And the uh, uh Casper Stolle, the rock crusher, so things like that. So I don't think that's really a, a standard thing, you know, like a like a contractor that it would do retail is yeah. not going to jump off and go do something of that nature. Love it. So you guys do those hard jobs that not everybody can do, but you're the ones that make it happen. Sure. Awesome. Absolutely. You have a long history, both family as well as you personally in construction. How did you come to be a part of the Keeley Company's family? Uh, came to be a part of the Keeley Company's family. Uh, Tom Burkmeyer knows my dad. Tom Burkmeyer and my dad worked together for a long time at McCarthy and I uh, was doing my own thing for about eight, nine years after the crash in 08 yeah. and started having a family and uh, wanted to work less hours, not work as many as I was and have the weekends off. So uh, Carl hooked me up with Tom. Tom and I sat down, I don't know, maybe two years before I hired, so maybe five years ago and talked and then I was still trying to keep it going. And uh, then a couple of years later, we met and talked again, and then I came in, interviewed, and that's, uh, you know, brings us to today. The rest is history. That's right. right. That's right. <laughs> Absolutely. It. So as a special projects guy, what does a typical day look like for George? Uh, it's, you know, a typical day. really don't have a typical day. You know, we get a... You could be bouncing all over the place one day, sitting at your desk for the, you know, the next day. Uh, might be on site, might be doing, going to pre-bid meetings out of town, uh, you know, walking facilities, doing show and tells is what we call them. Uh, but, you know, we'll, we'll, every day you're either, man, you're, you're probably doing, you're managing work, you're estimating work, you're, uh, you know, grooming clients, you're uh, uh, keeping people happy, <laughs> yes. you know, you're, you're developing your people. So uh, not really too many typical days, but I'd say you're doing at least those things every single day. Very cool. That's for sure. Good. Uh, never the same thing twice, right? So you don't get bored. No, not really. Don't see, <laughs> don't see too many of the same things. Think back to when you first got into the industry. What made you decide to choose this industry? Well, I got into the industry... <laughs> Kind of funny how I got in. I mean, I've been around it my whole life. I'm a fourth generation builder. So uh, let's see here. It was freshman year at Mizzou and I needed a job. 
and I uh, had gotten in some trouble over uh, freshman year of college. I was a little wild, and uh, <clears throat> so my dad uh, got me a job as a roofer working for Western Specialty Contractors. It was just Western Waterproofing back then, and uh, I was an apprentice for that summer, and I still see the foreman every now and then no that kidding. ran that job, and he still says that was the worst <laughs> worst tear-off he's ever been on. He's in his, he's in his early 50s. <laughs> So you can imagine. Yes. Uh, so, you know, that got me interested in the industry. I was looking towards business or, you know, a, a marketing or something like that. Didn't want to be in the family business or do what everybody did. You know, there wasn't really a family business anymore. But uh, I actually liked liked it. I enjoyed it. It was really hot and dirty, but I liked it. You know, got to see something coming off and putting something new and pretty on even though it was just a roof. Right. And uh, kind of got me interested back in construction again. Went back to school at Mizzou that sophomore year and started thinking about, you know, what I was going to do because I was still undecided because I was a really motivated college kid. <laughs> like most of us. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And uh, ended up making a transfer to Missouri State. They had a construction management program, program down there. And uh, so I transferred and, uh, you know, got my degree down there. Interned for Western, interned for McCarthy. Moved to Miami uh, to work from Miami, Florida, to work for Hensel Phelps. Wow. Worked down there, and then the market crashed, came back, started my own thing, and and then we already know that part from yeah. an earlier question, right, John? Very cool. So yeah, that's, that's, that's kind of what got me into it. But, I mean, my whole life I've been doing construction, you know, ever since I was a little kid. You know, building tree houses, forts, cutting down trees, and uh, making bridges out of them over ravines, yeah. building clubhouses, paintball forts. Uh, you know, help my dad build houses with his friends. Cool. Uh, since I was shoot, uh, eight, nine years old. So love it. Long time. Kind of cool that you're able to keep doing things that you're passionate about, even yeah. all these years later. Right? Absolutely. Looking back, you know, obviously you bring a lot of skill to the table, a lot of passion to the table. Um, what's something that you're you, making me blush? John. Yeah, that twenty bucks. I'll give you that twenty. Yeah, bucks yeah, later, yeah. Right? Uh, what is one thing that you're really great at that most people don't see on the job? Hmm. Something I'm really great at, huh? I don't know. I, I think I actually kind of let it all on the table. I'm not really sure there's too many cards I have left to play at the end of the day, to be honest with you. I kind of feel like uh, making yourself a little vulnerable to, to the people that you work with and, and, and even the owners. You know, always telling the truth, never hiding anything. That's a that's a that's a big thing that people people love. You mm -hmm. know, people want that. At least I I like that. I appreciate that more than uh, you know than than the the alternative, I guess. Right. Yeah. So uh, you know, I think I'm probably you know something I'm good at is really dealing with clients and uh, calming people down in really stressful situations and taking a step back and figuring out you know I, I, hey we messed up uh, you know or so and so messed up this subcontractor messed up but this is how we're going to fix it. And this is how we're going to get it done, take care of it, and it'll be just as it should be. When you look at your ability to solve problems, working with the customer, what are some things that you use uh, to help the customer understand that we're working to solve the, the problem, to get to a resolution? What are some of the habits or skills that you use? You know, you got to sit down. The, working with the end user is always the is the big thing. You know, you don't you're not you're not going to just talk to this project manager who is you know let's. Uh, the office space or the car shredder or, you know, uh, you know, it's, I want to talk to the guys who are running the plant, mm -hmm. you know, who are feeding the machine, the cars, you know, how does this work for you? What's, what works best for you? You know, uh, 
what do you see wrong with how it's currently, you know, how your current setup is, you know, let's, let's fix that the first time. And uh, let's incorporate that from the very beginning as other than uh, coming, circling back to it at the end of the day, right? Mm-hmm. We're done, we turn the job over and then they start using it and then realize that this isn't what they wanted or didn't what, didn't what they expected or, you know, so I always want to get the end users involved. You know, if you don't have the end user involved in the very first meeting, you're doing it all wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're doing it all wrong. So you're starting with the, the end in mind. And starting with the end in mind, absolutely. Yeah, That's right, that. absolutely. That's one of the seven habits of success, isn't it, John? Listen to that. Man, you read the book. I'm impressed. <laughs> I did. I read that entire book cover to cover, didn't I? So for those of you that may not be part of the Keeley Companies, every year we do a strategic planning book. This year we're revisiting the seven habits of uh, highly successful people. So a little inside joke there, but uh, incredible book. If you haven't read it, I highly recommend. Okay, so looking at somebody who's getting into the industry, uh, whether they're coming in as a mid-career change or a young person who's saying, I really don't know what I want to do, but I'm thinking about getting in the construction business. What is some advice you would give somebody getting into our industry? Advice for the new kids, huh? Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, you know, experience. Get, get that experience under your belt before you try to get out and get this job after you graduate. You know, don't think that you're gonna not do any internships or just do one internship and treat it like a joke and get a good job and, and be successful, right? I mean, everything I learned when I was younger, you know, even the skills and the habits of how I treat people and everything, we'll, are, we'll all learn at a very young age. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I started working when I was 13 years old and haven't not worked since then, you know? So, I mean, I learned hard work at a very young age, but but the kids coming out of school now, you know, or coming out of the trades, right? That wants right. to come into the office, uh, you know, push yourself, you know, learn, learn something new. Don't just do the same internship every summer, you know, get it, get an internship your very first summer of freshman year. You know, I, I didn't do that. I waited until my sophomore year. Uh, you know, I wish I could have tried a couple different, you know, work for a subcontractor one mm-hmm. summer, work for a general contractor, another sub, you know, another, another summer, uh, you know, working for Keeley is a huge jump for these kids. I mean, especially if they get to work for the paving group, and get to see just the exposure of all the different groups, you know, how everything operates, yeah. uh, getting to meet different people. But, you know, my thing would just be, you know, get an internship every single summer. If, if you're one of those guys or gals that knows what they want to do freshman year, right, right then <laughs> you should be trying to get an internship every summer. I mean, that, that would be my biggest advice, you know, and uh, internships and construction pay. Yes. Right. Yeah. That's, those are un, not unpaid. Those, that is, yeah. Those are not unpaid internships. So, you know, and even internships, uh, you know, I, I guess I could call my freshman summer kind of an internship where I got paid as a roofer. You know, I learned a hell of a lot. Yeah. You know, met some great, great people, great, great guys and uh, that I still know. But uh, I would say definitely don't don't just do one internship that that's what, you know, that's what they require. So that's all you're doing. Mm-hmm. I'd say you need to get out there and expose yourself to everything and anything you possibly can. That's great advice. Thinking back, um, you know, when either when you were getting in or, you know, you hear some folks talking now, what's some bad advice that you've heard given to people that you should pretty much ignore right off the bat if you're considering getting in this industry? Some bad advice. Well, I'd take them all as lessons, you know, because I I use some of that bad advice a few Mm -hmm. times, you know. I worked for uh, I worked for a contractor before Keeley. Uh, you know, superintendents that 
they just were, you know, the big bosses, mm -hmm. the guy on the hill that, you know, just what I say goes and, you know, didn't really, uh, didn't really care to hear an explanation from a contractor. They just said, I don't care. You better get it done. And that's it, you know? Mm -hmm. So, uh, and sometimes, you know, it comes back to bite you, you know, when you need them to work with you later, instead of them working with you, you need them to work with, you know, vice versa. You need the debt repaid, yeah. right? You need something done on time. You need their help and uh, they're not responsible for it, but you need their help to get it done. Yeah. You know, so you need to be careful whose uh, shoes you're stepping on. <laughs> you know, you never know who you're going to have to be asking for a favor when you just try to run something down their throat. So yeah. I, I was given that advice early on. I used it and it burned me hard. And, and I, but you know what, you know, the ability to uh, call and own it and right. say, man, I was wrong. I apologize. I'm a jerk. I shouldn't have done that. And those are some of the best relationships I still have to this day, you know, where the people I called and owned it and said, I shouldn't have done that, you know, and they're some of my best, some of my best contacts and my best, uh, um, some of the best people I know. Yeah. Good people. That's some great advice right there. Yeah. When yeah. you have ownership and accountability and oh, yeah. willing to say, Hey, yeah, this was, this one's on me and I'm going to do what it takes mm -hmm. that, uh, I appreciate you sharing that. That's, uh, that's some good advice. Even yeah. though it started off as bad advice, we circled around to the good side. I like that. Jiu-Jitsu, real good, George. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, Jiu-Jitsu. That's my nickname, yeah. <laughs> Looking out, uh, you know, you've obviously got some time in your career. you got some time ahead of you. When you think of success, how do you define success? Well, success is not just in business, right? I mean, your, li your life is successful. You know, I mean, I, I think success is if you're happy. Mm -hmm. I think that's it. I think that's a really simple answer, to be honest with you. I think uh, being happy is A1A. And if you're not happy, you know, I was running my own show and I was really happy, you know, that I was running my own show. But it was really hard at the end mm -hmm. of the day, working 17, 18 hours a day, six, sometimes seven days a week. You know, uh, it was cool and I enjoyed it and I thought I was going to be the man, but it wasn't making me, at the end of the day, it wasn't making me happy, right? Mm -hmm. So, uh, I think that I was successful in it, but didn't want, didn't want that life for my kids, you know, yeah. uh, you know, got my father's awesome, but he worked a lot and I saw what it did to him and, you know, relationships and everything's good in all our lives and my family's life. But, uh, I didn't want that. Mm -hmm. So I uh, made the change to less hours, more happiness. So I consider that a success, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's a success in everything, you know, I mean, got to see the success in your your small you know your small successes your yeah. big successes you know you also see you know the what is it the uh fall often fail forward fall fast whatever it is yeah. you know uh failures are also successes you know you can build on those and learn uh the next time around so uh but but yeah i mean success is being happy that's my opinion i love yeah. it yeah. yeah and i love the fact that you bring it into where it's not just your work compartment, your home compartment, your friend, you know, it's, you got one life, right? Yep, so that's right. be happy and bring it all in the mix. That's right. I that's love right. that. I think people should never forget that we're giving moments of our life mm -hmm. when we walk into this office or wherever you work. I mean, you are literally spending your life there. Yeah. So you better be happy. You better be having fun. You know, what is it? Uh, a man who go, a man or a gal, whatever, you know, goes to work every day, who's happy, you don't work a day in your life. You know yeah, what I mean? Right. So. You know, there's days that suck, but mm -hmm. there's also days that are just a lot of fun. So, you know, success, just be happy. Enjoy yourself. That's have fun, perfect. Right? Well, you have to because, uh, yeah, everybody only gets 24 hours and how you spend them yep. 
is up to you and and you may as well enjoy yourself while you do that's right absolutely so you mentioned your fit i'm going to circle back to the failure so what was the question again why don't you the one failure that you had that set you up for success so that one thing yeah. that still sticks in your mind that you learned so much from that even today you apply those lessons yeah. in your life you know it'd have to be so when i got back from florida you know the economy was just a piece of junk mm. and uh no jobs you know i was tending bar I was uh, remodeling people's houses. I was, uh, my dad had loaned me some money. I was flipping houses, you know, I made, didn't make any freaking money, you know, <laughs> didn't make any money. So, you know, that was a huge failure. You know, I, you know, I thought I was going to be a big dog and I was going to get out there and kick some ass, you know, but uh, it's funny how fast the world kick your ass, you know, yeah. right back. So, uh, you know, had I, looking back, had I worked, maybe worked harder, maybe I could have made it happen. Uh, but, but that was a, it was, a, it was a, a failure and a success at the same time. Mm -hmm. I learned very quickly. At least I learned very quickly to walk the hell away from that. Yeah, and, absolutely. And, and I turned it over. I turned it into contracting. You know, I'd have people come in and look at these houses and the realtors would ask, does he do work? You know, these people are thinking about, they were looking to maybe buy a house, but they might stay where they're at. Mm. You know, they see some things he did here that, that they really like. Would, would he be interested in doing some work for them? So I got some leads that way, which was a boost, boost to my morale, even though, you know, I'd make no money on selling the damn thing. <laughs> you know, so I did a bunch of that for about three years. So that was probably a, f a failure that definitely set me up for success. And, and uh, you know, how successful I am today is, <laughs> you know, however anyone wants to see it. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, flipping houses, monstrous failure, yeah. <laughs> monstrous failure, yeah. But it taught me a lot. You know, I learned how to do everything from the ground up on a house, which, not that it transfers exactly into commercial construction, but, you know, you're dealing with people. And yeah. dealing with people and subs in any market is the same damn thing. You it know, is. it's just dealing with people, you know. So I dealt with some, uh, some wily characters <laughs> uh, in that time. So... May, probably uh, probably helped to distinguish myself as as uh, who I, who I am my personality as well. I so, can see that. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. No, well, that's a good failure. Yeah, uh, knowing what you don't want to do is just as important as knowing what you do. Yeah, uh, that's do. absolutely right. I would say that's, that's absolutely correct. So, last question I've got for you. Let's let's uh, you know we we all use phones and our iPads and all the digital stuff we've got in our lives. Let's say. George has access. How much to, I hate it? Oh no, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna put you in the driver's seat. Let's say you have God mode, where you could put anything on every screen in front of every person. It could be a picture, it could be a quote, could be just something that you wanted to tell everybody. If you had God mode, what would you put on a screen in front of everybody's face? And this is so. This is a, a quote or something you want everybody to see. Anything you want. What do you think everybody in the world needs to know? Everybody in the world, the whole world, this is you're an in entire God, world. You're in man. God mode, man. We're gonna we're gonna have you hack something and figure oh it out. Oh my goodness, jeez. So four. I need one of us. Four things. No, just one thing. What do you want everybody to know? What do you want everybody to know? Wow. Uh, I don't know. You know. I guess. Uh, <laughs> don't forget. Uh, don't forget. You got you got friends and people to lean on, and uh, you know the. You always got somebody to turn to, I guess. Hopefully, hopefully everybody's got that. Uh, you know, uh, don't be afraid to ask for help. You Love know, that one. is is a big one, I guess. You know, uh, don't forget to have fun. Yeah, that's a good one. You know, uh, laugh every day. 
you know, work hard, play hard. That's probably one of the biggest things. I don't say that very often. It's probably one of the biggest, biggest models in life, you know. I like that a lot. Get after it when you got time to get after it. Relax when you got time to relax. Is that enough? Man, is that enough, is that yeah, enough God I, I mode? Think, I think we've actually filled up all the screens. I like okay, that. Okay, yeah, no, well, good. Great. Good, good, good. Speaking of getting after it, I appreciate your time. Yeah. Uh, thank you very much. Absolutely. Um, you know, Friday afternoon, beautiful January day in St. Louis. I know you still have a couple other things to do. So yeah. thanks for being here. Yeah. And uh, appreciate you, man. Absolutely. Thank you, John. Thanks for joining us here on the Under Construction Podcast. I hope you enjoyed this episode. As usual, if you'd like to subscribe to the podcast, you can choose either the anchor.fm forward slash U website or your favorite podcatcher. Look forward to talking to you in another couple of weeks. Hope you have a wonderful, wonderful day.